to this Sunday edition of the Progress with Unity podcast. And we're going to start off by wishing a happy Mother's Day to all our listeners. Happy Mother's Day, Paul. Happy Mother's Day, Adam. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. This particular episode of the uh, Progress with Unity podcast is going to see the launch of the Progress with Unity player of the season poll. But we'll come to that later. We're going to start off with a little bit of, well, just discussion about what's been happening around the Latics this past few days. They've been in Dubai, a bit of warm weather training, and seeing the photographs on on the internet and Twitter and on the club's website, it looks like a good time's been had by all. Absolutely, although I think we could have saved some money because it would have been warm weather training here this week. I think the break is the key. They've done a bit of training, but it's a different routine. And I think mentally, just having been in that same routine for nine weeks, is it, where they've played Tuesday, Saturday, just having a break of something different will just mentally refresh them, ready to go for the last part of the season. I saw an opposition fan comment on one of Stevie Humphrey's photographs saying, when did Wigan Athletic sign for? <laughs> been working out, Santi. Definitely been doing some getting these money's worth in the gym. They're all looking good. Really good to see them out there chilling out. Good to see Thello training as well. It was indeed. So that stress fracture must have healed itself and it looks like he could be making a, a comeback before the end of the season, into the squad at least. Definitely. Whilst the majority of the squad has been away in Dubai, having a good time, enjoying the sunshine. Three of our first-team squad have been on international duty. We'll start off with Josh McGuinness, who played for Northern Ireland away at Luxembourg in a friendly, and opened the scoring with a, quite a good goal. Right yep. finish, wasn't it? Yeah, Josh McGuinness, he got 63 minutes in that game. The day after, James McLean started in the Republic of Ireland side against Belgium. He played for 80 minutes over on the left-hand side, and Will Keane came on for the last 15. A good result, great experience for Will Keane. Yeah, playing, obviously, consistently over the last four years, the best side in the world, uh, certainly in terms of rankings. Whether you agree with that or not is another matter, but even so, you know, to get play against the best, particularly for Keane, I think, where he was 18 months ago, fantastic for him. And Jimmy McLean has just been a consistent Republic player and I for many years, you know, twice winning the player player of the year award. And he just he just loves putting on the show. So uh and yeah, obviously well done to Josh McGuinness on the goal. More confidence uh when he comes back. Fantastic. And just to reiterate what Club Doctor Jonathan Torbin said on Wednesday's podcast, what an honor it is to have the three of them getting international honours whilst you know playing for the Wigan Athletic. It's it's a, a great accolade for the club. Sorry, Barry, I thought what you were going to say there is uh, what an honour it was for him to come on the podcast again. I think he's mentioned that himself. <laughs> Another game on Tuesday with Northern Ireland at home to Hungary and the Republic are at home once again to Lithuania. So they've not done a, a lot of travelling, so that that's quite good. They've not been trawling about all over yeah. Western Europe or I know some games are going on over in America as well. So, you know, they've not done a lot of travelling around. Be good to get them back in the squad. Anyway, League One latest. So yesterday, whilst ourselves, Rotherham, MK Dons, Oxford and Sunderland were all missing in action due to having international players in our squads, the League One took place with two sides in the top six playing Plymouth and Sheffield Wednesday. Anyway, the results from yesterday. Atkinson Stanley 1, Gillingham 2, Wimbledon nil, Cambridge 1, Doncaster Rovers nil, Charlton Athletic one, Ipswich one, Plymouth Argyle nil, Sheffield Wednesday four, Cheltenham one, and Shrewsbury Town one, Lincoln City nil. That defeat by Plymouth probably 
Texan went the, the the race for the automatics now. They've only got six games left, five points behind us, and we've two games in hand, and they're at six points behind Rotherham. So I think that's probably seen them done and dusted. But what a race for the uh, playoff positions. Getting excited, isn't it? I mean, I I, um, I listened to the report on the Sheffield Wednesday game, and although it looked comfortable, final score apparently for large parts of that game, Cheltenham were well in it. But they, they, they are getting a bit of a run together, Sheffield Wednesday. I think we, we could be in a position now where Sunderland might miss out, possibly. I mean, they're certainly going to be sweating on it. You know, I did say a few weeks ago that I did think that they would get. Uh, I think I said Sunderland, Sheffield Wednesday, Oxford and the MK Dons, I think I said, for the four playoff sides. That could be tweaked a bit now, potentially. Plymouth's got that really tough run and even though they've got that nice buffer at the moment, it doesn't take long to get wiped out, does it? So we'll see, but I think as it stands at the moment, I, w- I would probably say MK Dons or Rotherham to go up automatic. So obviously one of those was in the playoffs. And then Plymouth, Oxford, Sheffield Wednesday. So you're going with what me and Paul said, basically. <laughs> well, you've got to, they, all, they all come round eventually, don't they? End yeah. of the day, you've got to be wrong every so often. You know, I don't want to be right all the time. Remember back in the day, after yeah, his first friendly, Reese James, England International, I said, I called it way, way back. Occasionally I get things wrong, but it is very rare. So not then, Mother's Day, this is a key moment on the podcast. Is that not a case of the more, the more you sling, the more sticks? Mm. Right, just to uh, give a, a little bit of a plug for Wednesday, Wednesday night's podcast, What's Gone, we had Jonathan Torbin on, Dr. Torbin from The Lassics. If you've not listened to it yet, grab a listen, is all I'll say. Absolutely superb podcast, a brilliant guest. It's great, isn't it, having someone that knows what they're talking about instead of just listening to us three waffle every week. <laughs> Time flew by, didn't it? And that's because of the level of interest. Usually I have to listen to you two, and I had, like you said, a very articulate, interesting guest on for once so uh normally it's a bit of a drag with you two it was that good that regular listener sean Hughes used it in the dentist chair whilst he was having root canal surgery and it passed by without any, any pain so and he was uh he found it very he said he found dr tobin's voice very very soothing whilst uh, the oh. dentist drill was going ahead I thought you was going to say then in the dentist chair on his stag do or something. Oh, no, no. The real dentist, this one, was oh, it? Genuine. <laughs> I thought, why is he taking uh, Jonathan Tobin on his stag do with him? <laughs> I'm sure Jonathan Tobin would like to go on his stag do. Right, let's move on to what today is all about. It's the launch of the Progress with Unity Player of the Season poll. Paul is now open. And to vote, what you need to do is to send an email to... P-W-U-P-O-T-S 2022 at gmail.com. Mark it with POTS, P-O-T-S, and in the comments section, just place your player of the season. Personally, I think it is an extremely difficult choice this year. The level of consistency throughout the squad has been incredible. And I think that's shown in our Man of the Match awards that we've had each week. And we've had... 21 different players picking up that accolade of man of the match over the games that we've played. No runaway winner like there usually is. The uh, top three are Callum Wang on six, Max Power on five, and Tom Naylor on four. So I think that shows the level of consistency throughout the squad. 
Definitely, yeah, and it shows how, how they've chipped in, you know, because in a squad game, it's great that people, different players can step up each week uh, because there will be times when certain players have an off day, but it always seems if that happens, somebody else is there to step up. And I think that the, the diverse array of Man of the Match awards is testimony to uh, how good the squad has been as a whole. In the build-up to this weekend, we've been speaking to quite a few listeners of the Progress with Unity podcasting to gauge who they feel should be player of the season. And we've asked them to send in a little clip of who they're suggesting and give an explanation as to why. I don't think it needs much introduction other than to say, let's have a listen and see what we think. Here's a few of my contenders and the reasons why. I think Max Power has got to be a contender, he's a real leader captain without the armband I think he's been instrumental in that midfield his delivery on set pieces has been unbelievable extremely consistent with that as well also where's he pulled this long throwing from certainly don't remember that in his first spell number two choice Tom Naylor Mr Consistent 7 out of 10 every week often 8 or 9 out of 10 as well what a sign and he's been again instrumental in that midfield so he's another option for myself Will Keane obvious reasons Goal machine links up player well, brings calmness and players freely. Uh, Lang would be another contender for myself. Gets you off your feet, very excited. Goals and assists, obviously. And my last one would be Jack Watmore. What a signing. Again, a leader. He's played new enough every minute this season. So my choice would be from those five. Player of the season for me would be Tom Naylor. I'll have to go for Wilkie. Tom Naylor, definitely Tom Naylor. Scores every week, best player we've got. 10 out of 10, every Saturday, Tom Naylor. He's a great player, Tom Naylor, but for me, Wilkie does it. It's got to be Jack Watmore. He's been an ever-present in the heart of defence, despite the uh, reviews from Pompey fans saying he's, he never stays fit. And I could probably say he's not had a bad game all year. So, uh, yeah, Jack Watmore for me. Ben Amos is my choice player of the season. And I know people will argue that we might say that he's not done a lot this season. They might not have even noticed him. Well, that's personally what I think you need from your goaler. The fact that they've not at foot do a lot. But when he's at foot, step up and do a bit. He's been absolutely tremendous. Borderline outstanding. And at end of the day, that's what will win your league. My player of the season is Tom Naylor. Amazing that he almost ended up in League 2 with Mansfield Town and that we got him on a free transfer. He's exceptional. Covers every blade of grass. Never stops running. Seems like there's three or four of him on the pitch at any one time. Chips in with a couple of important goals at Wickham and MK Dons. Four assists. Has a good eye for a ball going forward. And as I say, he's literally everywhere. So my player of the year is Tom Naylor. My player of the season has the joint highest number of appearances. He's calm and disciplined. And his solidity and reliability in defence make his contribution to the team's success equal to that of any goal scorer. For me, it has to be Jack Watmore. My player of the season is... Tom Naylor, he's been absolutely outstanding all season. He's bossed that midfield and controlled games. And when he wasn't in the side, felt as though we've struggled to control the games, especially in the middle of the park, and got found a little bit wanting. It's nothing to do with his surname, although what a surname he's got. Tom Naylor, player of the season. My player of the season has been Jack Watmore. He's dealt with everything that's come towards me, headed everything back and commanded that defence really well. Not missed the league game so far. He is my player of the season. 
My player of the season is Will Keane. He scored plenty goals, plenty more to come, and he makes it look so easy. Tough one, this. Thought about it a lot. Powers had a great season. Calm Lang, fantastic with his goals. Tom Nail has been consistent all the way through, but my player of the season is Jack Watmore. He's got 7 out of 10 every week, and so he's my player of the season. My choice for player of the season is James McLean. He's always 100%, scored some vital goals and deserves it for his performances under extreme provocation from opposition fans. It's so hard to pick a player of the season this year. They've all been amazing, but I'm going to go with Max Power. He's been a breath of fresh air since coming back to the club. His passion is there for all to see and it filters out to the rest of the squad and the staff. It's been like he's never been away and it's been so good to see him back in a Wigan shirt, so I've got to go with Power. Hey, this is Adam in Los Angeles. I'd like to vote for Tom Naylor as my player of the season. His reading of the game is insane, and he's definitely like the first name on the team sheet. So, Well, I like proper left-backs, so I can't say Joe Bennett or Tom Pierce because they're not playing enough, so I'm going for Jack Watmore. I think Will Keane's got to be the player of the season. I just think finishing and goals are the hardest thing to find in football, and I think we would really struggle to replace those those goals and the goal contributions. My player of the year is Callum Lang. I think he's done really well moving up through the ranks. I think he is an all-time rounder with lots of potential for only 23 years of age, and I believe he will push forward and help Wigan into the championship. I think there's a few players that is definitely up there. I mean, think Humphreys, the shift he puts in every game he plays. Uh, absolutely, and it gives the team, I think, so much. Yeah, but this is more. an insult to proper shift workers, isn't it? <laughs> it's not a shift; it's a game of football. <laughs> I mean, I, I like Shinny because I think what he does, what yeah. he gives the team. I think, I think he's a much, <laughs> but a much better team, I think, with him on the pitch because he links up that midfield play. And uh, yeah, I'd like to see him getting a lot more more goal time. But he's not played enough games. Well, that's one thing that's out of uh, hands. But I think every time he plays, yeah. I think he makes a big contribution yeah. to the, to uh, the but team. I agree with that, but still going for Jack Watmore. I might disagree on that one, but... Uh, yeah, but anyway... Get to the point, who? Who? Um, I think Humphreys. My player of the season for this year should be Max Power. And he should have the captain's armband. Because he's the inspiration on the pitch. He drives the team. He drives the players. When someone needs a bollocking, he gives it to them. Really, when you think about it, Jack Watmore is good enough to be a Wiganer. He should have been a Wiganer. He could have been born a Wiganer, Jack Watmore. Ten died the equal. Ben Amos. Will Keane. Callum Lang. Max Power. Ben Amos. Jack Watmore. Will Keane. Tom Naylor. James McLean. Jack Watmore. Max Power. Humphreys. Will Keane. Callum Lang. Jack Watmore. Tom Naylor. Max Power. Jack Watmore. Tom Naylor. Will Keane. Tendai Dorico. What about the man, the mountain, the legend, Curtis Tilt? Up the ticks, come on! Wow. <laughs> that was uh, that was quite some listening and a quite an array of different opinions. Mm, yeah, definitely. And it was good to see uh, some, obviously, former regular contributors to uh, to the podcast Adam Simon and Rob particularly Rob at the beginning with his uh, with his overview piece which I think was very interesting and also of course a number of people who actually appeared on the podcast as well giving their viewpoint and as you as you quite rightly said it's uh, it, it's as difficult as uh, the man of the match charts I guess really isn't it because there's Everybody's got the favourite, haven't they? Everyone sees things slightly differently. And yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a tough choice, but but the well done to everybody. They've made the cases uh, very well. It's nice to have a year when everybody's in there for the right reasons, isn't it? Because I remember the years when 
it was really hard to pick because they were all rubbish. You know, like the Malky <laughs> Mackay and Warren Joyce eras. There is a lot of variety and you can understand the justification that everybody's got for their own choice. Like, like Adam says, they all make good cases. And talking of making good cases, what we've decided to do is uh, pluck a player each out the hat and make a case for them. I'm not going to suggest for one second that this is the actual player that we're going to be voting for, but we've decided to, to do this and make a case. Now, last last Wednesday, uh, GAC, Jonathan Tobin, picked two players. He picked Jack Watmore and Tom Naylor. He said he thought they'd both been superb. So there's two there, and they were mentioned quite a lot. We've picked our own as well. First off is, going to, is Paul... He's going to go with this, followed by Adam, and then I'm going to go last with mine. So, over to Paul. There's not going to be much point in you to having a say, because I'm going to start with the second coming. Player that's in his second stint with the Latics. And I'll start by painting a picture. Lockdown, no football. We've all been sat watching on the telly. Go to Sunderland, opening day, not so many tickets available. So, yeah, get that out of the way. We lose. First game, back in the DW Stadium. Everybody's loving it. Everybody's buzzing. We're playing one of the top sides that's been relegated from the championship in Rotherham. Real good benchmark as to whether we're going to be any good. Who completes the day? 95th minute winner, Will Keane. There's my nomination for player of the season. Will Keane, goal scorer on that day. Goal scorer many days since. We went to Bolton. He got us on our way in six minutes. Best day of the season. He started it with his six-minute goal. And then, obviously, there was a few followed up. His penalties have been absolutely flawless. Wilkin gets a penalty. It's going in the top corner. It's not a wang it down the middle and hope that the keeper moves. It's put it in the top corner where the keeper doesn't stand a chance. He's edited some goals as well. You know, brilliant edders. He's made his international debut this season. That's how good he's been. He came in as a free agent during administration. And at the start of this season, he was the first one to say, right, I'm having this with the Latics this season. And he's been the glue at the top end of the side. It's not just the goals, it's the glue. Games where he's been playing, we've won 69%. 18% draws, 13% we've lost. When he's not been playing, we've won 15%, drawn 54% and lost 31%. He's that glue. He's that cutting edge that we have up top. Difference between him playing and him not playing is a whopping 54% likelihood in his in us winning a game. I don't think you could just you just can't compete with that. You could pick out a number of particular goals away at Cambridge, got us going from 2-0 down to come back to a draw. He got us going away at Oxford where we won 3-2. Reese Doncaster, goal again, Gillingham at home. He got us in the front and then he bagged the winner. Goals win games. The man you should vote for is Will Keane. Thanks for that, Paul. Something to live up to there. player that I'm going to nominate or put forward a case for was someone who, bizarrely, could have been playing in League Two this season at uh, Mansfield Town. I'm very glad that he didn't, and he decided instead to move from the south course, like his good friend Jack Watmore did, and join the Latics. Didn't really know what to expect from Tom Naylor when he first came in. The consensus at Portsmouth was that he was an, an OK player, but his disciplinary record wasn't too good. So he missed a lot of games. We'd already had one of those players previously in Mr. Morsey. So I, I took that with a pinch of salt and thought, well, if we can get 30 good games out of him, brilliant. However, in my view, he's certainly surpassed expectations 
I would be pretty confident he's playing the best football of his career. Did previously, if you recall, uh, score a goal against us for, uh, for, for, for Burton uh, a few years ago. But he's more than made up for that in this spell at Wigan Athletic. He plays an absolutely pivotal role in the team. The way that our fullbacks like to attack, that wouldn't be possible without Naylor because he sits in front of the... If we play a two, he sits in front of that two. And if he plays a three, he still does provide that protection for our very attacking fullback players. He can play in the back four. Uh, we've seen that as well in that fine centre-back performance against Bolton. So he's got versatility. He's chipped in with a couple of very important goals in this season. The equaliser at Wickham, which was crucial, a game that you know we had been generally struggling to pick up points during the sort of that, that kind of period of the season. It was a very important equaliser, and then of course he scored the opening goal at the inform MK Dons just a couple of weeks ago. I think though the key role that he's played in the team is in terms of his ability to keep possession. Very rarely gives the ball away always seems to know which pass to make. He's not a Hollywood passer, but he makes the right pass. The other thing I think that's absolutely crucial in this side, um, because often we do only have two, what I would say, midfield players who you would put in that traditional category. Therefore, it's very important that he can make a good tackle. And in terms of tackles won, he's got 48 tackles won which is nine more than the nearest, which is Tendai Dariqua. And he's also top of the interceptions charts as well, level with Tendai Dariqua on 70 interceptions. That's a very important role in a side like ours because we've got great attacking players, but they're no use unless we can get the ball. So Tom Naylor, for me, pivotal in the team, pivotal in terms of the way that we want to play and also sponsored by Wigan Athletic Supporters Club. Tom Naylor is my nomination for Player of the Season. Said quite a lot, though, you two. But you've not hit the nail on the head. My nomination, or the case I'm putting for for a particular player, is someone who certainly came home this season. The one, the only, Max Power. What a season he has had. 35 games, he's top seller assist list with seven. If the strikers have been better at finishing, I'm looking at you, Paul, here with your nomination, Will Keane, that assist would have been doubled without any shadow of a doubt. He might be vice-captain in name, but in reality, he is the leader on that pitch. Absolutely outstanding in midfield. Absolutely outstanding when he plays right back. He plays with aggression. He's not frightened of putting a foot in. He's won 36 tackles and made 35 interceptions across the course of this season. He's only committed 29 foils, but yet picked up nine yellow cards. He's drawn 39 free kicks as well. If you look at his record away from Wigan Athletic, when he was at Sunderland, for example, over the three seasons he spent there, he only picked up one assist per season. You're talking about people coming home. Home is where the power is. He knows where he's home. He knows where he's loved. And he plays with love. So for me, there is no shadow of a doubt that Max Power has been exceptional this season. And I am very pleased and honoured to state his case of putting forward as a nomination for player of the season. I, I think we need some more presenters, don't we, to make some cases for there's, a, there's at least two players I can think of that are missing there. 
There's lots in there. There's Jack Watmore. <laughs> yeah. Langham yeah. Watmore for a start, yeah. Yeah, yeah James, James McLean. James McLean. There's lots. There's lots of. There's lots of players. It's a very. It's quite easy to make cases this year because you know it just depends what you're looking for in a player. The stats are out there. The figures are really good for all the players in terms of what they need to do. You know, max power, like you said, assists. You know, fantastic. Will Keane goals. Tom Naylor interceptions and and tackles. I'd love to see what Amos's figures are in terms of like. Uh, Crosses, catch crosses, and things like that, you know. And there's the stats for each player in their positions uh, will stand up to anybody in the league, I suspect, this season. Well, I, I, I think you're almost right because I, I think, due to the quality of the rest of them, Ben Amos's stat for games spent sat on his deck chair will be quite high, won't it? He's done what he needed to do when he needed to do it. I can think of maybe two errors, and, and one of those errors, he made a, a world-class save after he made the error. So, yeah, there's so many candidates, and I think all three cases that we've made on here are, are very strong cases. And, and if any of those won the player of the season, I, for me, I'd be very happy, as yeah. as the others who we've just mentioned as well, given give honourable mentions to. Well, you're looking at making cases for players that in other seasons that would be enough to walk and and this is one of those seasons where there is an awful lot of competition kicking around what a squad of players we've got the man behind them all Liam Richardson it's a pity we can't throw him into the mix as well because he's been absolutely superb the way he's coordinated everything we're so blessed this season going at, at, at the club we've got so many good people knocking around both on the pitch and off it it's been a fantastic season beyond our wildest dreams I've enjoyed every single second of it it's just been that type of season and we've got nine games coming up now which are nine massive games I'm so confident that the the approach is going to be spot on for these nine games I'm really confident about the outcome this season like you say Adam whoever picks that award up will deserve it whoever it is if it's somebody that hasn't even been in my head you cannot be able to say he they didn't deserve to win that, yeah. that Player of the Season award. We will be back on Wednesday with a look ahead to the weekend action. We're back at the DW Stadium. Bolton Wonders are the visitors. In the meantime, don't forget to cast your vote via email at pwupots2022 at gmail.com. Happy Mother's Day and up the ticks. Up the ticks. Up the ticks. Come on.